you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. And so am I. We're doing this. This is so exciting. Uh, it is a episode six of Open Bar Talk. Uh, this is a podcast where we sit down with bartenders and find out the stories behind the stick, as they say. Yeah, I threw it out there, buddy. Uh, you know, this is uh, this is your host, Jim Search. Uh, you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can go on all the social media, find me at Jim Search. I make it easy for you. If you want to email the show, openbartalk at gmail. That's a great place to uh, throw any questions. Questions, comments, any of your crazy bar stories, throw them out there. I'd love to read them. Uh, but you know what? I am very excited to have uh, this guest here on the podcast. Uh, I've known this dude for three years. One of the chillest bartender, owner, human beings that I've ever encountered. So much so where I was like, you can't possibly be involved in this work because you're <laughs> such a decent person. I'm so confused. But I'm happy. I'm happy that you are because the world need the bars need more people like you. Uh, you know, I call him a big money Ralph, right? But he is known to the world, world as Ralph Balboa Andreas. You got it. Did I get it? You got it. Yes. Yeah. I, now, now, please understand that um, I've known him for uh, three years, right? Um, so it wasn't as if I just met this dude. Uh, a good friend of mine, right? Um, it's been it, a solid three years. It's been a solid three years. Yeah. I would say, uh, you know, in those three years, I mean, I've seen you every Thursday. <laughs> it's true. For it's the true. last, and arguably Thursday and Friday in some instances. A lot of Fridays. I can't say the same about my mother. Oof. That's closer than closer than my mom, right? Um, Yeah, you know, and uh, I have to say, uh, very happy to have you on the show here. Uh, You know, honored to be in Jim Jam Studios, man. And first time in Jim Jam Studios, first podcast, and the first podcast. Oh man! Well, look, you know what? This is mine too. This is my first (laughs) podcast. I might have done this before. Um, but nonetheless, I'm very excited again to have you, uh, here in the, on the show. Uh, and so that being said, um, you know, why don't you, uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into the world of bartending? What was the story? Because I know you've been in the game for a minute. It's been, it's been about 13 years, man. 13 years. I believe it. Yeah. And Fast 13 years, slow 13 years? Like, have you blinked and now it's 13? Let's go medium. Medium <laughs> medium speed. <laughs> Just steadily chugging along in the world of bartending, right? Um, well, how did, you, how did you get into it? My origin story is very haphazard, man. As I, uh, they mo- most of them are, yeah, like yeah. I've, I've, you know, so like this isn't uh, you won't be coming as a shock to uh, myself or any of the listeners, but go. Not go, many sir. people, yeah plan you know what <laughs> someday <laughs> i'm gonna be behind the stick at fourth avenue pub <laughs> uh let's see man i started i was a barista for a very long time okay after college um the coffee shop that i ran was right across the street from fourth avenue pub which is a place that i'm a partner in right now right <laughs> um the main partner jacob was like man you gotta get out of that coffee shop man they're criminals Straight up, criminals. I was like, nah, man, they're cool. They're cool. Uh, They were criminals, Jim. (laughs) One of them went to prison for tax evasion. And uh, then I was out of a job. (laughs) So he was right. He was was not wrong about that. Uh, So long story short, you know, I was thinking about going to grad school for philosophy. Very happy I didn't. Almost did that. Uh, Jake was like, how about I was right about that one thing. How about you just come bartend for me? Kind of put me on track to be a partner, and uh, long story short, man, sweat equity, all that stuff. Did the sweat equity biz yeah, worked yeah. worked Did your all way that up, and, and now worked a shit. Ton. Can I say? Yeah, you can swear. Worked oh, a fuck. shit ton, you know. Yeah, yeah. Three to four every day, the whole thing, the grind, and yeah, here I am, man. And then, years later, and so you know. It's uh, again, all these stories are always um, again. There, I don't know if anyone 
as a child. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I just, they're playing that old video game Tapper. You know that game, Tapper? Oh, I play it every time we go to Barcade, man. Yeah, as you should. As, <laughs> it's a great video game. Um, I don't know if there's a teenager or a little child out there who's playing it just like, man, this is my dream. This is what I want, right? Yeah. And then they end up behind the behind the stick. But uh, yours uh, filled with crime. <laughs> you know, a, uh, a crime-laden tale and then uh, whisked under the wing of the owner. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, uh, put you on track to being an owner, part owner yourself. Indeed, indeed. Um, and that's not to say I don't love bartending. I do most of the time, 99% of the time. Well, that's how we met. Yeah. That's how yeah. I, you, we, uh, we, uh, we crossed paths over at Union Street Pub. Indeed. Uh, which, uh, shout out to the good folks uh, hanging out over there. Um, so, yeah, without that, yeah, there would not be this. You know, and wouldn't be muddy water. Shameless plug for a comedy show over at Fulton <laughs> Grand. Go check that out if you get a chance. Last Thursday of every month. Um, so, all of that said, right? Um, I would, uh, you know, this the show gets into the stories bartenders have yeah. because you and I off off uh, off camera off camera off podcast <laughs> uh, have talked at length, and you the stories you've told me, I've been floored, <laughs> which I've been a bar fly for arguably 20 years, and I have pretty much seen everything I thought until hearing yeah. some of your stories. Yeah. And we've, uh, you know, kind of uh, joked about how, like, this could go on for hours, right? Like, in yeah. the 13 years. I've forgotten more stories than, yeah. And these, and they're fucking wild. <laughs> like, I know as soon as I leave this apartment, I'm going to think of, like, 10 more that are just... Mm -hmm. outlandish but Just you know i'll give you what i have on deck right now well let's <laughs> I, we we want to hear him man what's your uh, what's your first tale man to uh, talk to us Ooh, it's tough man what order do i go in uh chronological you want to hear chronological um you know what i uh, Whatever, whatever you feel is like the uh, the best one. Actually, <laughs> I don't I'll do this. I'll do this for you. How about we start with something that happened in the first week of me bartending that kind of set the stage where I was like, "This is not going to be a normal life." Okay. Yes, I like that. I, so we will go chronological. We'll open up with that. Yeah. We'll open with that. Um, so within my first, it was yeah, it was like my third shift bartending at the fourth avenue pub for those of you that haven't been there yep giant window right up front it's about six o'clock summer so it's light outside Hell. right sketchy looking dude walks in army jacket collar pulled up okay and there's this thing bartenders have and i developed it i would say pretty early on but we all develop it at some point it's a kind of spidey sense where you're like this isn't gonna this isn't gonna be good Mm -hmm. But this guy hasn't given me any reason not to serve him yet. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to be a situation. I don't there's know no what the situation gonna, is. But it's going to be one. But, there's some, but I can't just be, be like, sad. nah, man. You know? Right. So he sits down, orders a beer. All right, yeah, man. Let's, let's see where this goes. And we're alone. Okay, we're I was going to ask, together. are there other people no around? No one's around. All right. So we have these, uh, we have these little tabletop menus, right? Mm -hmm. Immediately, this dude starts stacking menus in front of him like a little fort. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm like, all right, well, you know, let's, let's see where this goes. Let's, hopefully, this is just it. Making little movements behind the fort. I'm like, all right, this is, I, I don't know what's going on. And then I see him pull out a straw. <gasps> I'm like, all right. I know where this is going. Yeah. 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 He doesn't need that for the beer. It was a very short straw. Mm. Wouldn't fit in the pint glass. But it might And I see up. him just, the unmistakable sound of someone ripping lines off mm -hmm. the bar. So I walk over, and I'm appalled. I, I don't have, like, the, the calm approach that I do now. Like, sure. Just, I don't know what to do. So. Which I can't imagine you not, because I've known. You know, it probably still played as calm, but, you know, for me, like, the internals were, I was fired up, man. About as fired up as a Ralph can get. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And frightened. A little <laughs> bit frightened. And frightened. So uh, I knock over the man's fort, and sure enough, I would say a solid nine lines of cocaine. Holy shit. I was going to ask, are these little skinny joints, Dude, or are they like huge. Tony Montana cut with an arm straight sort up, of deal? Straight up. We're talking Scarface. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. And the dude's initial reaction is to motion the straw towards me. <laughs> 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 like, my man, 
now I'm, I try to try to calm myself down. I'm like, dude, you cannot. I shouldn't have to say this. I, you cannot do cocaine on my bar, especially you know this window is facing the street. It's a whole thing. The guys, like, ah, oh, come on, man, don't be so tight. Don't be so tight. Don't be so <laughs> chill out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm like, dude, I'm relax. gonna tell you what. I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. No, I think I'm being generous. 30 seconds to get your cocaine back in the bag. Fuck out of here. Like, this can't happen. This, we can't do this I'm right not now. a partner yet. Even if I was, you know, <laughs> we have a no cocaine rule. We have two <laughs> bathrooms as well. Which, yeah. You're a human being. You know? So I have to say, and honestly, I have to continue. But, like, what, what purpose did the fort serve? As if you couldn't exactly. see over it? He's the only person there. Yeah. Who else are you going to be looking at? Exactly. So go on. Go on. So I give him his 30 seconds, and I look at my watch, which was broken at the time. I remember that, so I'm faking the funk with that. But, you know, I count off what I think is 30 seconds. Dude just goes in. <gasps> and just Rips one. Going for it. So I don't know where this came from, Jim, but we were right by the soda gun. <laughs> my reflex was to grab the soda gun and just fire a bunch of cranberry juice and just ruin his oh, lines. Oh, Jesus. So I do it without thinking. Put the soda gun back in its holster, and then I'm I'm terrified. Yeah, because this is a shifty looking white in an army jacket that mm. has, to my knowledge, at least four rails in him. Sure, so I have no idea how he's going to react. Though that and those aren't mood. That's not mood stabilizing cocaine. Cocaine doesn't tend to bring out the best in people, Mm-mm. in my experience. Mm-mm. So, but I hold it together, keep a stone face, just look at him. <laughs> he does the. Uh, I'll never forget the typical cocaine move where they kind of scoop it up. And yeah. On their teeth. The freeze. But it's, it's, you know, freeze. it's mixed with all this cranberry juice. <laughs> and he goes, rubs on his teeth, and he goes, oh, man, come on. Fucking cranberry sauce. <laughs> and then walks down. <laughs> cranberry sauce? And juice. Every subsequent Thanksgiving, you know what I think when Grandma brings out the cranberry sauce. Is... I am reminded of this. Riddled with cocaine. Oh, man. And that this, was, yeah, my first, within my first week of bartending. That I was, was going to say, this is like your first week on the job. Oh, right? man. Yeah. Like, no other no other line of work will this, uh, <laughs> teachers, accountants, oh, no man. one's busting out nine lines of blow yeah. and firing it off, man. And this was this was opening, right? You just you saying you were just it was like six o'clock. Okay, yeah. six. So yeah, maybe it like, was still you know early first shift, right? First shift, yeah. Oh, holy, reasonable people just trying to have a happy hour drink, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a good point, man. You know, it's uh, these things have become semi-normal in my life now, and I, I forget that these are even stories you can tell. Yeah, like people are like, how was your day today? You know. I tried to blow some rails off the bar. I shot it with cranberry juice. Fine. <laughs> What'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> and? This doesn't happen anywhere else. It's, it really doesn't. I mean, yeah. and that's kind of what I think is like the uh, fun part about this podcast <laughs> is uh, to hear these fucking wild tales of cocaine off the bar and cranberry juice, not quite sauce. It was sauce. cranberry juice. Yeah, it wasn't sauce. Perhaps when mixed with cocaine, it becomes sauce. It becomes saucy, yeah. uh, as some people tend to be saucy, right? Um, so, all right, so that is the, so that sets that's the, the tone. That's, that's the, the opener, opener right? Yeah. And I guess it only goes downhill from there? I would assume it. it that's how you look at it. Yeah, I was going to say, that's no, perspective, I mean, right? If there's anything you get out of this life, it's, uh, it's crazy stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really come with anything on deck. Do you want to hear? Uh... What do you got? Let's go with, uh... I'm going to freestyle this one. Yeah. I haven't thought about this one in a while. Talk to me. Let's go to my management days, my first couple days as a manager. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> I think this one says more about my family than it does about the bar life. Oh, well. But, uh... All right, so I was managing. We had a new person on. So I was just there to keep an eye on her, make sure everything was cool. It was her first night. Okay. And I had my uncle and my dad in town. And this was here? Oh, okay, yeah. This so is the 4th Avenue Pub. 4th Avenue well. Pub. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're hanging out. You know, I'm just, hey, you know, do you need any help? Just let me know. I'm just kind of chilling in the background. Dude walks in, 
very aggressive. Once okay. again, Spidey sense tingling. Sure, sure. But, uh, you know, I lean over to her. I'm like, hey, you know, if you want to handle this, let me know. If it mm-hmm. gets out of hand, I'm here. I got you. Safety right. net, right? Yep. So quickly that becomes a situation. She's like, yeah, you know. I'm not dealing with I'm this. not dealing with this shit. Yeah, it's your turn. She didn't last very long, actually. Oh, So it goes. Good for her. She's probably in a better place right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I walk up to the dude, very cordial. I'm like, hey, man, listen, you know, you're being real aggressive. I'm going to need you to take a hike. Sure. Up and personal. You know, you always try to keep it cool. Uh, immediately launches into, you know, every name in the book. Sure. My rule as a bartender, manager, you never take these things personally, man. Nope. You just want to return homeostasis to the bar. Sure. Whatever they have. Sure. I'm all those things you're calling me. I'm all those things. You can go. So I start screaming. Finally leaves. And as he leaves, my uncle, bit of a troublemaker. Okay. Himself, you know. Leans over to me, he goes, very specific. He goes, that dude's going to throw a garbage can through your window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is uh, both family and bar, right? How does he know this? Very calm, but like very sure of himself. Sure. Very certain that a garbage can is going to come through a window. So I'm like, nah, man, he's cool. He left, he's gone. So I sit back, I'm relaxed, you know, all right, you know, well handled. No, that's what I'm here for. It's cool, whatever. You know, yep. like <laughs> I see the dude running down the street about two minutes later, and the owner's from the bar next door chasing him. <laughs> so I run out. I'm like, yo, John, what happened, man? What's going on? He goes, this fucking guy just threw a garbage can through our window, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like 90% right. Like he was throwing he a garbage. He was gar- close. He- right block. Right block, wrong bar. Wrong bar. Was yeah. going to throw a garbage can. And unfortunately, this bar, the whole facade, it's all glass. Oh, Jesus. So it's just chaos, right? That's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, where, so where did he run after that, like? Yeah. So I'm like, dude, ugh, I don't know if I should tell John, you know, that was meant for us, whatever. <laughs> so I just go back to work. And uh, the dude is so drunk, he comes back to 4th Avenue Pub <gasps> and sits down. After throwing the garbage can through the window? Through the other window. Okay. So the police didn't fucking... Police weren't called yet. So I should... A little backstory. My father was a CO, corrections officer. So he does have... He has a badge. Yeah, he's got a badge. Still has it. He's retired. But... uh, Right. So the guy sits down, orders a drink, and I told the bartender, serve the dude. Keep him here. I'm going to go call the cops. Right. We'll handle this shit. Yep. So I go and grab John from the other bar. I tell my dad, keep an eye on this dude. Don't let him get out of hand. My dad's a big dude. You know, he's like sure, sure. CO's are. You know, tough guy. Right. So I'm like, but like, keep it cool, man. Just keep him in his seat. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be fine. So I go grab John. We walk back to the bar. The cops have already arrived, and my dad is doing a citizen's arrest on this guy. <laughs> he's up against the wall, patting him down, the whole thing. Dude <laughs> turns around to see the cops, and I. To this day, I've never seen a face plant like this. Just loses consciousness. No one hits him. He, he just, just passed around, out. Lights go out. Boom. On the, on the sidewalk. What the fuck? And I'm like, all right, you know, shift change is about to come. I go back inside. It's out of my hands at this point. It's in the street now. It's this, is street. Not, this is not me problem. anymore. Yeah. And the police, I'm sure, are just as confused as I am right now. I'm just like, oh, yeah. What yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. You know, confused, dare I say, apathetic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would say I'm confused. They're kind of like, huh. Confused by my dad, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, that, like, uh, there's no quite, there's no words to encapsulate the noise I'm going to make, but it's like, hmm. It, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. He fell. Yep, that's yeah, but that's is that's the amount of reaction one would get out of that, right? And just in case anybody's worried, they did pay Pacific Standard. Uh, ooh, I can't say the name of the bar. <laughs> I can, uh, I can, uh, <laughs> I can take out. care of that one. Uh, Turned out the kid was a uh, a comp lit student at NYU, and uh, he did pay for everything he broke at the other bar. Jeez, and nothing was damaged at ours. You you guys got out uh, quite a. Quite under, uh, uh, what do I want to say? Uh, 
You dodged a bullet. We dodged a, a, a dodge can. I was gonna say, you dodged a can. Did. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, not all, not, not all <laughs> trash cans are meant for everyone, I guess, man. You, indeed. Uh, indeed. Well, yeah, that's, so he was a kid. This is, I would put him at 22. 22 years old. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to guess he was a white. That is. He was actually, uh, he was a non-white, but I can't remember. Really, he was an off-white. He was, sure. Let's go with that. Off, he was no, off-white. <laughs> that's my new one. Uh, Speaking of, I'm noticing, I wish you all could see how well my microphone matches Jim's shirt right now. Yeah, I actually it does. That. It's really. I've got a teal, uh, a teal polo <laughs> shirt. That is a teal mic guard on there. I probably could have switched those, but you know, you break up the color scheme a little bit, right? You That's, break it up. You know what I mean? Uh, but like some fights that happen at bars. Yeah. They often yeah. get, uh, they you get... saw one once. I you saw a brawl actually. I was, I was there for a brawl. Yeah. Um, which. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was, you know, I, I guess I'll tell the story. It sounds like, yeah, fuck it. I'll tell a funny, yeah, it's a funny story. It was kind of funny. Um, so, uh, and yeah, so I feel like this is a joint story, right? We'll, we'll sure, both, sure. We'll, uh, and that's also in part the podcast, right? Is like, uh, the reason I love these stories so much is that I too have them, but I love to hear <laughs> them. So anyway, so I was at, uh, can I say the bar? Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I was at Union Street Pub on a Friday night, and I walked in. And the second I walked in, I'll never forget this. The second I walked in, I was like, "Something is going to happen here tonight. I can feel it. It is in the air. It certainly was. It was in my bones. I was like, someone is going to do something. I don't know what it is, but it's going to happen, right? And so." I'm walking. I see you, Ralph. I see Ralph in the back, and I'm walking towards the back to go talk to you, and this woman comes up and starts dancing on me. Now, I mm-hmm. should tell you this bar, mm-hmm. there's a no-dance policy. Nobody's dancing in the Union Street Pub. It's, it's unspoken, but it's It's there. unspoken. Yeah. We're not... We're in a, this is you no, walk in, you know. This is not the place. There's no cabaret license. We're not doing this, right? So she starts dancing with me, and I remember I was in a suit because I came from another party. That's right. I was in a suit. I was in a suit, came from another party. She comes up to me. She starts dancing on me, and I, like, kind of, like, stop her. Like, yo, no, I'm not into that. And then she pushes me hard. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I looked at her boyfriend, and her boyfriend did what any, like, reason, semi-reasonable boyfriend <laughs> would do. is just, like, gave the look of, like, oh, man, you know, sorry. I, yeah. Hey, look, I have to do this. I don't want to. I don't. This isn't. I saw what happened. You didn't do shit. I'm not. So like, I was like, all right, dude, like I've been there. Like anyway. So then I go back to see you and I'm like, Ralph, that woman is going to start a fight with someone. Mark my words. And you were like, probably. Yeah. (laughs) How much I can do about it now. Yeah. But you're you're probably right. Yeah. So then after that, as right as rain, she does the same shit she did to me to someone else, starts dancing with some dude, and the dude basically pushes her and is like, get this bitch away from me. Fuck you. And then her boyfriend and him get into it. They start fighting. They start arguing. They then eventually gets to escalates to a fight outside, right? And then this other guy who had nothing, <laughs> nothing to, to do with it. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely nothing to do with it, right? That, now, I should say before he in, uh, in, uh, intervenes in this, there are two groups of people that are outside fighting, right? Because the one guy who gets pushed is with some people, and then the girl and her, the girl and the boyfriend, the girlfriend and the boyfriend, they're together with people and they all fight. So there's these two groups of people that are fighting, right? This guy who had n- one guy who had nothing to do with anything. Fucking walks out and swings at somebody, and they both groups beat the shit out of him. It was amazing that he got up as many times as he did. He, oh my god, he was. They thoroughly fucked him up, up and down Franklin Avenue. They finally, they knocked him out a few times, and he got up and jumped back in it. I'll say this: I don't love violence, Jim. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm not into it. This guy, they finally knocked him out where he was just out out. And when he came to, I'll never forget having to explain this to him. I still feel for the dude. He was like, "Man, when I was fighting, my wallet fell out of my pocket 
and my ring fell off. And I was like, my man, that's not what happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were out for a solid three minutes. Your ring didn't fall off. Your wallet didn't fall out of your pants. They, they got shit, man. <laughs> like, they they took your things. Yeah. As is, you know, as, as to happen when you... As what happens when you uh, get knocked out in a oh, fight. Oh, man. Wow. I'm they, so, I feel like I'm bringing too many grim stories to this. Uh, no, look. This is, this is what this podcast is. <laughs> okay. All right. So after that, right? Uh, so after he... So he's... <laughs> Thoroughly fucked up, right? Oh, my God. He comes back in. He comes back into the bar. certainly does. And everyone's like, that's one of the guys that was in the fight, right? (laughs) And so then the police show up. Remember the police? The police show up. Terrified. They were terrified of him. The cops show up. They were terrified. And everyone was like... He was a big dude. He was. He still is. He still is a big dude. He still is a big dude. He didn't. That didn't change. Um, We told the cops, and we were like, "Hey, that's the guy." And the cops were like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to take care of that. We don't. We don't do that at all. We're not. We're not gonna do that. That's our job." But yeah, like, or then they said something to the effect of like, um, "The other people." would have to press charges or yeah. someone would have to press charges for us to do anything. So we can't forcibly remove anybody from anywhere. And I was like, so what exactly is your day? <laughs> walk, walk me through what happens during the day, because I feel like this is a great time to do some work, but y'all seem to not want to do it. And if I remember, well, I do remember this now that if I do, um, I'm in a suit and tie, right? So I look like somebody. You looked very official that night. I looked incredible, like yeah. maybe DA, like I looked like internal. I'm picturing fi- you in a long jacket as it was, well. I had a long jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like this a, was... a dress coat, like a long yeah. coat, right? And I, re- rem- I remember that cop was just like stare, like kind of like st- not staring at me, but like sizing me up just like what is his deal he was literally shaking he was from very the size afraid. of that dude and also from just your appearance as some sort of official <laughs> as maybe a lawyer maybe someone who was like well i guess uh someone needs a lawsuit filed so uh this guy probably gonna go ahead and lose his job right um so, you know, uh, so that is, yeah, that was our joint story. That was our story. joint story. Yeah. I've got a good one, man. This one just Lay came to me. Lay it on me. This will bring some levity to the situation. Uh, also, my fellow bartenders will appreciate this. Um, you know, this online dating thing that's going on these days. <laughs> one of the most <laughs> awkward things for a bartender to witness. You can see when there's a Tinder date happening. Yeah. Oh, the I, first I, person arrives. They look around. It's a whole thing. You hope they don't sit at the bar because you have to endure the horrible, awkward conversation that's about to ensue. This was in the this was in the OK Cupid days. Sure, sure. Cast your mind back. Okay, yeah, I'm back there. <laughs> this dude comes in. Let me just say the water, Jim Jam Studios. Oh, refreshing. It's really great, man. Oh, thank you, thank really you. Good. I'm, I'm so flattered. <laughs> this dude walks in. He explains his story to me. He's like, "Man, I'm really nervous. I got this date." Uh, I'm here an hour early. I just want to have a couple drinks before she gets here. I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. Like, sure. a long time, but sure. Yeah. You can get really fucked up in an hour, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Uh, editors know. Go on. So he's drinking Guinness, just ripping shots of Jameson. He's like, man, will you join me? I'm like, no, nah, man. It's not my I'm date. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, not my date. Man, I would say he was probably about four shots and two Guinness deep. <gasps> Comes back up. She's still not there yet. They're sitting at How much time top. has gone by, would you say? Uh, you 40 minutes. 40 minutes. He's okay. visibly intoxicated. Oof. Comes up to get another round, and I'm like, my man, I'm going to try to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Slow it down, dude. Like, I, yeah. you're drunk. I can tell. Yeah, this Just, is... like, cool out. He's like, no, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, all right. Gets another round, sits down. She walks in. She can see him from the door, and I see the disappointment on her face. <laughs> I know it's her. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. She is not. She seems like a nice tax-paying individual. Yeah, like, just trying not. to find love here in this yeah, big city, yeah. going on a date. And I, she orders a Chardonnay. Okay. That, she sits Classy. down. Classy. Classy. Man, this is a while ago, but I'm going to say 12 minutes in, 
I see the unmistakable spasms of a man that's about to, to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting about six feet out from me, and I'm like, What uh, is she doing? Because she has to know. She had a look of just absolute bewilderment on her face that's the only word i just <laughs> and he's just talk, i don't i didn't see her get a word in he's just yeah oh, i'm sure he mile just a minute word salad and i see the <gasps> now you guys can't see, but you, you've seen you've, someone almost throw up before sure so i go to grab a garbage can by the we have a popcorn machine and sure yeah can even get there he's got about a quarter of a guinness left and he picks it up and proceeds <sighs> to vomit into the guinness glass almost oh. horizontal and because of the concavity of the glass, it just fires right back in his face. <laughs> and it just Yo. projectile all over the front of his shirt, his face, like the whole thing. It's disgusting. The popcorn machine behind him has puke on it. And she just gets up and bounces as fast as she can, as she should. Yeah. No, like, there is no, like, I don't even know if there's, like, a discernible timeline of being with someone, <laughs> that behavior is okay, right? If you're with your best friend and they throw up into a Guinness glass, you could probably walk away. You should come back. Yeah, like, there is a first date. A first date. A first date. Internet. Inter- they, they, had, they, had, they had spoke prior to this. Maybe. They, they agreed. They, well, they had to agree to have met at yeah. that bar. This right? could have all been virtual. You don't even know. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they, they corresponded, they right? Corresponded. They had correspondence. They were back and forth. They were like, hey, I like your hair. And she was <laughs> like, you're funny. And then she, he was probably like, do you want to meet at a bar? And she was like, that sounds great. Let's do that. And then that occurred. And he fucking <laughs> pounded. I... How, Young, right? Like that's that's a dude. Not really. I mean, relatively, I would put him in his late twenties. Late enough to know better. Old enough. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is wasn't cer- like a twenty-one-year-old. Because that sounds yeah. like a very twenty-one-year-old uh, move. Right? Yeah, yeah. Old enough where I, I I feel for the man. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, after that, you know, she's long gone. She runs out the door. Sure. Yeah. My man, I hand him a couple bar rags and like clean yourself up, get out of here. <sighs> He walks up to the bar. I'll never forget. He still did a horrible job cleaning himself up. He goes, hey, man, can I get a shot of Jaeger for my breath? Uh, I'm going to go get her. And I was like, my man, by no means are you getting a shot of Jaeger. And I'm going to keep you here until she gets a safe distance. Because I don't want you tracking her down. She has is- already deleted your number, my friend. You have to meet another person. (laughs) And preferably someone that doesn't know her, right? You can't. You have to travel outside of her fucking orbit to meet someone because you... Hold off a couple years, wait for Bumble. Yeah, wait wait for her to come (laughs) to you. As our uh, as our friend Casey James Salenga would say, uh, there's a feature where the girls talk to the guys... Allegedly, he's got to unlock that feature, I guess. You know, make sure you pay your bill. They'll talk to you uh, at some point. That's fucking crazy. Wonderful comic, that case. He's, oh, isn't he funny? He's great, man. He's a very funny dude. Uh, so <laughs> so that is the, uh, I guess, the, the, the concave explosion. Uh, oh, my God. Now, I, I always ask this. There, ha- there were other people around. No? Oh, man, it was a scene, yeah. I was going to say, that is a scene. You don't up in a scene. bar like that without... Everyone knows. Yeah, you can't throw up into a pint glass. No. And then no. not only throw up into a pint glass, but have it like... Take a U-turn. Take a U-turn. Take a U-turn. And yeah. then hit you and the popcorn machine. It may have gotten on her as well. Like, it I had to. God, it didn't. And she ran out. That is... <laughs> I can't imagine the story. <laughs> like when oh, her she's friends got are, a story. Yeah. Oh my god, she absolutely oh, has a story. She, I hope she I hears this. Hope she listens to this. Yeah, that'd be great. Contact Jim Search. Yeah, 
reach out to uh, uh, Jim Search uh, at uh, jimsearchcomedy.com uh, or openbartalk at gmail.com. If this is your story, please, uh, please reach out. Has that out. happened yet? Has anyone? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, not yet. Uh, we are, uh, haven't quite gotten, uh, we haven't quite gotten there. We will, though. We yeah. will, so assuredly. Um, that is fucking amazing, man. Well, I, I was going to say, I mean, the, the, the bar is certainly like the, the fertile ground of just horrible dates going left yeah. and right. Right. Um, so God damn, God bless you, man. I don't know what's worse getting, uh, uh, vomiting on yourself or, uh, losing your wedding ring and your, uh, and your wallet in a bar fight, probably the bar fight. And now that I think about it, yeah. right. Cause yeah. you know, you never have to see that person again, but like you have to explain to your wife that your wedding ring is stolen in a fucking bar fight. Right. Uh, that's uh, that's different, man. Another podcast, one of my favorite jokes is about throwing up on yourself and involves a wedding ring. But that's for another time, man. That's a different... Just, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Um, so, yeah. I mean, do you, is there any other zingers that are... Uh... I don't know, man. Do you want to hear... I've got a story about a guy peeing. I've got... The pizza story, which you know already. I mean, what it, you tell I, me. I don't know how many stories you want to hear, man. Well, I was going to say, I think we got time for one more. We could probably right. do another story. All right. Um, it was New Year's Eve. This is already, some already is going to fall apart. 2015, I want to say. Okay. I had already been punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I had been punched in the face once this night. Okay. But it was a very rubber-fisted, drunk person punching the face over the bar. Okay. But still, it was, it was on my mind. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it hurt my feelings. I, hey, I mean, as it probably should. Yeah, yeah. So I was having a bad night. Um, someone can check the date on this because it was uh, the Barclays Center was, was, was new. And uh, Billy Joel was headlining that night. Oh, so every Mr. year that Billy Joel headlines. headlined... The Barclays Center. So I worked a double. Uh, it's about five in the morning. The house lights are on. We're done. We're done for the night. There were like a couple of my partner's friends sitting at the bar. Myself and my partner were there. We're, we're ready to go home. Sure. Someone just barges in the front door. It was locked. Just comes in. Oh, no. It was a white, about five foot two. Mm-hmm. Huge Billy Joel fan. And I'll tell you how I know that. Because they said, I'm a Billy Joel fan. He was about five foot two, and he spent probably about $60 on what was, they were clearly out of small, medium, and large Billy Joel t-shirts. This was an extra large <laughs> Billy Joel shirt down to this, this man's knees. That's hilarious. And he just announces very loudly, I have to take a piss. And I'm like, cool, man, not here. Can't we're closed. Do- yeah. House lights are on. And he immediately just whips it out and... Tries to pee in the corner. Now I'm like, uh, jump over the bar, grab him. I don't get any wee on me. Good. Got him by the shoulders. I think, you know, he's a smaller dude. Like, I think I have it under control. Does he pee on the shirt? <laughs> well, my partner is bum rushing at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm getting him through the vestibule, and I'm trying to be a good guy about this. So I turn to my partner, and I'm like, hey, man, I got it. It's cool. I was wrong. As I turn my head, this dude pops me right in the sweet spot, <gasps> sucker punch, like right in the back of the jaw, oh, and I'm no. out, dude. No. Out, completely out. No. I don't cut the story short, but I'll give you the, uh, <laughs> the punchline here. When I come to, my partner's not wearing a shirt. Not wearing a shirt? Not wearing a shirt. Like bare-chested? Out, man. Bare-chested. I don't know. He's roughing this dude up. One of the women that was sitting at the bar is beating the shit out of his girlfriend for some <laughs> unknown reason. <laughs> she didn't do anything. The Billy Joel girl? Just, it's, or some she girl. Was with him. I didn't even know if she was with him. Uh, so I'm like, everybody calm down, man. Whatever. Get up. And uh, I realize my glasses are gone. Oh, no. <laughs> and I stand up, and this guy's screaming at me. And my glasses are about four feet away from him. And he goes, fuck your glasses. <laughs> 
And he's obviously seeing at least quadruple, and I watch him for about a minute just trying to step on my glasses, <laughs> but he can't quite. <laughs> I just, fuck your glasses, fuck your glasses, and I'm, I'm dying. So I just calmly walk over, pick up my glasses, up. and then point to a toilet on the street. The entire time, ironically... I don't know. He was there. Just, he could have peed. Right in, he could have peed in that toilet. He was clearly willing to pee in front of all of us. He could have just peed in the toilet on the street, man. Man, oh, so many where that came from. But I'll leave you with that. So it's like you know what you're looking for is sometimes looking for you, <laughs> and that is in fact out in the street. That toilet was looking for him. Indeed, he could have Indeed. saved himself so much trouble, but yet yeah, here, there he went. Yeah, yeah, and ugh, well. I'm still envisioning that he, in fact, peed on that shirt. <laughs> I, I, it, would, it would be a surprise to me. It was a white T-shirt. Oh, yeah. I'd be surprised if there wasn't some a little urine ur- stain on the front of that. Some yellow. It, was, it hung below where the business was happening. Where his, yeah, where the business transacted, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, that's, oh, man. That's I know really I'm going to think of about 100 stories when I leave. Well, listen. You know, it's not over yet. I was going to say, you know, I would um, be totally, uh, and I'm sure uh, many of the fans would be, would love to have you back on the show. I know oh, I would. Man. I'd love to have you back on the show. That'd be awesome. Uh, so we will most assuredly have you back on the show, sir. Um, so now we are going to move into our next segment, right, which is our questions, our Ooh, five questions. Nervous. Okay. Now, these are five questions we ask our bartenders to just kind of get their personality, right, and uh, 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 what, uh, what they think about the world through the lens <laughs> of a bartender, right? Sure, sure. So, question number one. All right. What is a myth people have about being a bartender? What is something that mm. people, you th- people would think about the life of a bartender that's just not true? In your world, obviously, that this isn't for everybody, but world That's according to Ralph. That's a great question, man. A myth that people have about bartenders. <laughs> um, I would say the one I'm greeted with the most is yeah, you must be able to drink a shit ton. Mm, okay. People just assume that, that you're – and I would – you know, not so much from the general public – but every time I see a physician, <laughs> which <laughs> especially that's probably the last person who's yeah. supposed to have that sort of. Uh, yeah, no, I would say, you know, f- for me, I, I would say I drink remarkably less than the average bartender. Okay, I'm, I'm mostly a daytime guy now, but uh, people that know me know that. But I think people just assume that you're just you can just shrug a bottle of Jameson no problem. <laughs> Which, and you know what? They're not entirely wrong with some bartenders, but yeah, I, was I, gonna say, I would say I get that a lot. That you're uh, just a falling down drunk. Uh, yeah, that like sort. you come to the party and it's like, oh man, Ralph's in the house. This is going <laughs> He's gonna. No, it's not. Nope, still a regular human. And in fact, you could probably mix a better cocktail than me as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's another myth. I would say people think you want to bartend when you walk into a party. Like, gotcha. oh man, you're here. All right, you can whip Let's up. Let's do a, this. Like, mm. no, man. I don't. That's my job. When you come to my house, Jim, I'm not going to ask you to teach me a bunch of shit. Nope. (laughs) And I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. I would be like, that is uh, during the day. I will say that being the, uh, I I strive to be affable. I do often end up bartending at parties. See, (laughs) that's where we got to put down. We got to put down. We put foot down. Uh, All right. uh, Number two. Number two. What is the biggest tip you've ever received as a bartender, dollar wise? Oh, dollar wise, I was gonna say not the like, best tip I ever got not was like an advice. HBO Go password. <laughs> Monetarily, I was also one. Oh man, I shouldn't say this. Now I have to. Uh, I was once tipped with a uh, flashlight. Oh wow! Which I did not keep. Okay, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Did uh, you hold on? Monetarily, to it? I was tipped once. Percentage wise, I would say this is the most. I was tipped four hundred dollars on a hundred dollar tab. Wow! Yeah. Fuck. Because this guy was awesome and his friends were not. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. They were having a good time and uh, he was yeah. embarrassed. But yeah, that was probably the biggest four hundred yeah, on it. Four hundred bucks. Yeah. Shit, man, that is a uh, that's a uh, uh, in the hay. That was rent. Uh, that could have been somebody's rent. That there. was rent at the time. Yeah, that's about. fucking great. Um, all right. Question number three: 
What is your pet peeve of a customer? Mm. Oh, man. I don't have many. I try to keep it cool. But uh, <laughs> when people order drinks one at a time when you're super busy, oh. they tend to be the same folks that will flag you down. Right. right. So this is a two-part answer. Okay. Yeah, when yeah. folks flag you down and they're not ready. So when they hold their money one. up in the air and you walk over and you're like, yeah, man, what's going on? They're like, ah. And then that same person typically follows up with, I'll take a, I'll take a Guinness. Come back with their Guinness. And, uh, mm. and then they follow with six more drinks. That one tests my patience. And so yeah. you know, listeners, Ralph is probably one of the most patient human beings I've ever encountered. I now take uh, it as a challenge. Can I, can I remain cool can I this exchange? Can I, keep the, can I keep my Ralph? But if something's going to tip me over, yeah, that's, that's, that's gonna, it. That's okay. the one. Yeah. Number four. Well, this is kind of funny because you own a bar. <laughs> if you owned your own bar, yeah. in a, like no other co-owners, none of that, what would you name it? That's a great question. You know what? We almost, we were looking at a spot on Ralph Avenue. Ah. <laughs> and I don't have to go any further than that with that answer. I think Ralph, Ralph Avenue Pub would make me very happy. Ah, Is that be... narcissistic? Not at all. Okay. Ralph's a great name. You know how okay. I feel about that name. Uh, and so many other pe- Hey, man, there's so many bars that are named after the owner. We've seen that before. I think it would make my grandfather very proud. You know, so I, I would do it for Gramps. That would be yeah. for uh, Ralph's grandpa. It's yeah, a drink, yeah. actually. Michael Ralph Andreides. That's a that's a, a you know I I would say that's perfectly justifiable. All right, all right. Question number five: What is your favorite drink to have? What do you drink? Oh, dude, this is you know this day and age, it's it's the truth. It's always been my favorite drink, but it's a very I think I know what it is, but it's a cliche answer now, man. I, I love a good old fashioned. An old fashioned. For real. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with vermouth. Uh, Fernet is what you think Fernet. I would say. Yeah, yeah. bartender mouthwash. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's my favorite drink. That's just my business drink. That's your business you know, drink. That's, right, uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But to like sit down and enjoy, uh, enjoy. that's always been, yeah, since that's I was a young Ralph. A young Ralph, yeah. But Fernet <laughs> is, you know. That's your, that's your jam? It's kind of a go-to, yeah. All right. I like it. All right, so that is our five questions for uh, for our bartender here. Okay, and now we're going to get into our final segment, which is what were you drinking? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Now uh, this is a part of the show where um, I go into my Facebook and Twitter line and I find some of the messier posts that someone put up, right? And you, as an experienced bartender, have seen mm. so many people drunk. It is now up to you, off of what this person has said, to figure out what they were drinking Okay. when wow. they wrote this. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, this is your interpretation. Uh, some, some previous guests have wanted to know the gender of the person. Also, can sway. Yeah. Um, so, let me know if you'd like the gender of this person. You know what? No. Gender? Okay. Sorry, construct. Just uh, it is a construct. Get it out of there. I, yeah. Okay. All right, then. Here we go. <clears throat> How are you going to stalk my Facebook and say I stole your cat? Hashtag out of your mind. What was this person <laughs> drinking when they wrote? I'll read it again. How are you going to stalk my Facebook and say I stole your cat? Hashtag out of your mind. I feel like I might know this person. <laughs> <laughs> I know what she drinks, but let's start with uh, what was she, what was this? Oh, I already said. I already gendered it, man. You did. Oh. You did. You is sure? it a female? It was. It okay. still is. She All still right. is. All right. Um, well, what was she drinking that night? Cause I would say that was a bender. Yeah. Maybe the result of a bender. Okay. I would say a week's worth of white claw. (laughs) (laughs) Nightly. Nightly. Yeah. Yeah. Which caused whatever situation, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. got her into these circumstances where a cat was stolen. That was a white claw bender. And I would say when that happened, man, I'm going to go with shots of vodka. Mm. Is that cool? Uh, that's, is hey, that this too is complicated an answer? Not at all. Accompanied um, by the white claw. 
White Claw and vodka are yeah. what sent this uh, sent this train in motion. Can we find out the answer? I'm dying to know. Um, you know what? We'll probably never know. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm certainly not going to reach out. Can I get your answer? What do you think? Oh, what do I think she was drinking? <sighs> Man, I have, would have to say now that I uh, know it's a woman, um, I'm going to say a lot of boxed wine. This yeah, that was like going to be my other guess. Yeah. I feel like this is a real When I said wine. White Claw, I was like, I don't know, maybe a box of Chardonnay. I feel like there's a and lot. And when she ran out of the Chardonnay, it was like, I think there's some Smirnoff around here somewhere. Let's let's crack into yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. Because she has the sort of paradoxical indignation to be upset with this person, right? Paradoxical indignation. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, I threw that out there. Nice. It's, like, how dare you take this <laughs> fucking stance to go to Facebook and write, uh, you know... How dare you say that I stole your cat or whatever fucking batshit crazy? What did the fuck did she say? I said it. I just had it. Let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. All right. Yeah. Let me, yeah, let, me uh, let me pull it up again. Um, uh, where did it go? Okay. So sh- for her to sit there and call someone crazy for writing at 1230 in the afternoon, <laughs> oh, how, yeah. are you, how are you going to stalk my Facebook and say I stole your cat? Hashtag out of your mind. For you to think that that person is crazy, yeah. Yeah, you're no. out of your fucking mind. No. You are so out of your fucking mind for that. Get out of here. We are not here for that. You are batshit. For the world to see. For the world. Or at least her world. For the world. And now for uh, our throngs of listeners here at Open Bar Talk Podcast. Um, so that is our What Were You Drinking? Uh, <laughs> thank you for your insight and expertise, Ralph. Uh you know, I feel like you really did hit the nail on the head with uh, White Claw and vodka. <laughs> seems It seems like it would be a good enough dance for me. Um, so, you know, that is our show. Uh, you know, thank you so much, Ralph, for it coming through. It's been an honor, Jim Search. Ah, uh, man. You know, it's a pleasure to have you on here. Uh, where can uh, where can people find you? In this, uh, you have anything you want to plug or oh, man. you want to say before you get out of here? I mean, you could find me at the 4th Avenue Pub. 4th Avenue Pub. Union Street Pub. Uh, Brooklyn, uh, New York. Grand, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, most importantly, at the Muddy Waters Comedy Show, where <clears> my man Jim Search hosts. That's right, baby. Uh, the last Thursday of the month. Last Thursday of every month. Yeah. That's right. And uh, eight o'clock. Also, just on these streets, man. Come you, say hello. Yeah, and you know what? Ralph is probably one of the most personable and approachable people. Uh, you know, obviously, come correct. Don't be creepy. Uh, but like, <laughs> if you're a normal human being and want to have a conversation, Ralph is going to be the guy for it. And uh, if you want to throw up in a pint glass, man, I'll probably be, I'll be real <laughs> chill about it. <laughs> He'll be super chill about it. Might even give you some sagely advice, such as leave her alone. <laughs> Don't. I don't pursue this woman any further. Um, I don't think she wants anything to do with you. Um, so, all right. Thank you again, Ralph, for, uh, for doing this. My pleasure. Um, if you want to find me, uh, I'm at gymsearchcomedy.com. Uh, and, of course, you can go on all social media. Find me at gymsearch. Uh, if you want to get a hold of this show, you can do that. Open bar, open bar, oh, God, open bar talk at uh, gmail.com. Uh, it's a good place to get a hold of me uh, and the show. Uh, you know, certainly send in your feedback. Uh, if you want to find this show, on, uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, we're going to be going on to iHeartRadio soon, so it's going to be really dope. Uh, but, yeah, go find us on all those outlets. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we do appreciate all, all of our listeners. So thank you so much again, Ralph, for doing this. Yeah, again, we truly appreciate you here at the show. And be sure to put a water between each drink, and we'll see you on the next <laughs> one. Peace.